While you're packing your lunch, they're packing your mornings with a whole lot of fun. It's Steve, Therese, and Randy on Family Life. A friend you can turn to. You have a new baby. One of the first questions others ask. I mean, the first one is, how's mom and baby doing and all yeah. that right, kind of right. stuff. But one of the other top questions I think you get is, are you getting much sleep? And that uh, varies from baby to baby and mom to mom and that kind of thing. But experts say now it takes you about six years to actually catch up. Uh, to sleep once you have a child. And that's hard to believe. Six years before you're really back in the normal thing, which really isn't too bad because according to my statistics, it takes about 10 years to get all the stains out of the carpet and about 15 (laughs) years before you get your finances in order after all those diapers. So six years for lack of sleep, eh, that's Hmm. not all that much compared to the other stuff. Family Life Mornings. Starting your day off with a smile. You might not be able to get it off your face for the rest of the day. Family Life. Well, as a kid, I often dreamed of having superhero powers. You know, like like Superman was my was my hero, and it would have been cool to be able to fly or to to have the X ray vision. But obviously, those are far fetched ideas. You're still super, but, Randy. Yeah, still super. Oh yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> The whole vision part might not be so far-fetched. Whoa, 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 like x-ray vision is a real thing? Well, not quite, but getting there. Scientists have figured out how to make mice see when it's totally dark. And they think it will work in human beings as well. You can be in a completely black room, and it's like you have night vision goggles on, only you don't. It's just with your regular eyes, Mm. these nanoparticles that they can inject, supposedly no side effects other than you can see when it's totally dark. I well, like this. Big for the mice because they can't see that cheese sometimes when it's really dark. <laughs> right. Going around the corners. It's like, hey, look, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> see that a little while ago. Good for the mice. <laughs> Family Life Mornings with Steve, Therese, and Randy. Thanks for making us part of your day. We're a friend you can turn to. Here's a lesson we all know, but it, with uh-huh. repeating this lesson. Let me give an example. Deals with wristwatches, which, by the way, another reminder, we spring forward yeah. uh, this weekend. Uh, so there you go. Therese, didn't you tell me recently that you saw some kind of list or something, some report right. that uh, wristwatches uh, are you know, not around? Any longer, or it not? It was like much, on this anyway. list things that are going extinct, and it was right. like remote controls and right, wristwatches. Right, so, you read that? I don't know. Yeah, probably read that on the internet. Like I'm reading this one on the internet. Traditional wristwatches are making a comeback. <laughs> so, so it's like, what do you believe? I mean, sales went yeah. up eight percent according to somebody, but you read things and you're like, is that true or not true? Never once have you read the Word of God and said, wait a minute, is this true or mm-hmm. not true? True. No, it's true yeah. all the time. The Word of God always true make sure you wake up early so you don't miss a thing family life mornings if you got up this morning and read your bible consider yourself blessed Mm, yeah really in his book the wonders of the word of god robert sumner tells about a man from kansas city who was severely injured in an explosion his face was badly disfigured He lost his eyesight as well as both of his hands. And after the man got out of the hospital, he expressed disdain over not being able to read the Bible. Then he heard about a lady in England who read Braille with her lips, and he got pretty excited about that because he thought he could do the same thing. But he, after ordering some of the books of the Bible in Braille, he discovered 
The nerve endings in his lips had been too damaged in the explosion, so he couldn't feel the bumps on the pages, and he got very frustrated. And while he was frustrated, uh, he accidentally touched the bumps with his tongue. His lips couldn't feel them, but his tongue could. Isn't it amazing? Immediately he realized he could read. At the time that Sumner wrote his book, this guy had read through the entire Bible four times. Wow, it's amazing. You talk about wanting the Word of God in your life. Wanting, right. I mean, having a hunger for God's Word. Taste and see the that, Lord is that, good, right? Literally. <laughs> That's right. Family Life Mornings, a place where everybody knows your name. Who are we kidding? It's so early, we don't even know our names. This is Family Life. Last week, I was frying something up in a frying pan. I don't even remember what I was making. But the reason I remember this is because afterwards, I... I had burned some stuff, and so the frying pan had a lot of black gunk on it. Stuck gunk. to, just stuck to it. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, I try to be a good boy and clean up after myself. And I went to the <laughs> the sink, and and I started scrubbing that frying pan and used hot water and soap right? and so forth. And I finally got it clean, but it took a lot of work. Right. And just the other day, I saw this video, and I thought. I need to do this. I need. I have not tried this yet because I haven't fried anything up since then. It's for cleaning black gunk out of a frying pan? Yeah. What okay. they did was they took a single stalk of celery. Wait, wait. <laughs> okay. You completely caught me off guard. Okay. And they chop it all up. Okay. They put it in the frying pan, put some water in there, and they boil it. And for whatever reason... It just lifts all of the stuff off of the frying pan. And they what? went and dumped it into the sink and took one swipe around it, and it was sparkling clean. That's and I'm crazy. thinking, that was a whole lot simpler than my scrub, 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 yeah. scrub. A lot less work, too, so I think. So celery, just a single stalk and chopped it all up. Wow. Sure beats eating celery. <laughs> You know we're friends because we're already on a first-name basis. It's Family Life Mornings with Steve, Therese, and Randy from Family Life, a friend you can turn to. Well, scientists are working on this super cool space-age new fabric. Uh, I mean, think about this. The elasticity of rubber with the strength of of metal. So they say it's Mm. as flexible as human skin, you know, like it can bend and stretch and do all that, but it also conducts heat. So they're thinking that it might have some uses in high-tech packing and stuff. And I'm like, well, that seems boring because when I hear about this fabric that's as stretchy as rubber and as strong as steel, I'm thinking, that's material for Thanksgiving dinner pants, right? <laughs> Those are some good pants. Yeah. A new day. Full of new promise. Thanks for letting us be a part of it. Family Life Mornings. My guess is that maple syrup and butter are probably the most common toppings mm. that people would put on pancakes. But Yum. But fruit works, too. I mean, right. I've seen peaches. I've actually had that. Uh, bananas and blueberries and strawberries. All of that's good. Some people put jam 
Yeah, um, peanut butter and jelly is really good. Yeah, and some people, <laughs> I wouldn't do this, but some people spread it with Nutella as well. Whoa, and I've that, never thought of that. that. That would be so good. That makes it pretty rich. But mm-hmm. I just came across two different toppings people are putting on their pancakes now, on their flapjacks, that makes my stomach do flip-flops. <laughs> because uh, to me, uh, no way would I even consider this. One, and this is becoming very, very popular, gravy. Huh. Gravy on your pancakes. I'm I like, ooh, know. I'm not. But then this one even further maybe go, no, 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 no. Tuna fish. Tuna fish Wait, on like, your pancakes. Like, like tuna salad tuna? Yeah. Oh. I'm like, and the that, pancakes are kind of a little sweet. I'm not sure how that I, would. I, yeah. But I, I guess they're your pancakes. Ooh, you can do what you want with own. them. You know what, though? This is good. The people who put tuna fish on their pancake, they're just leaving extra syrup for the rest of us. There you go. Right. I like it. Celebrating God's goodness and having a little fun along the way. It's Steve, Therese, and Randy on Family Life, a friend you can turn to. So do you struggle to get out of bed in the morning? The snooze alarm goes off for the third or fourth time, and you're like, I don't want <laughs> Well, it might mean that you're borderline genius. Uh, they have found the people who really use their brains, like, to the fullest potential. Those people have a harder time getting out of bed than people who don't think as much. And so good news, if you struggle to get out of bed, you're really smart. (laughs) Now, if you don't actually get out of bed... That might not be so smart, okay? So the struggle is real. Thanks for choosing to start the day with us. Family Life Mornings. Do you get your quiet time first thing in the morning with God, you know, when you pray, when you read your Bible? And there's nothing specifically that says that's when you have to do it, although there are a lot of references to to morning and uh, what a special time that is in the Bible. But now science has kind of backed that up. They found that morning quiet time helps to boost your energy and help you think clearer throughout the day. So if you weren't Hmm. already convinced by what the Bible has said or what people's example has shown you, well, now you've got science too. And uh, all three say getting up first thing in the morning and getting time with God is important. So maybe you started today and it just slipped your mind. It's never too late to Hmm. just say, okay, you know what? I'm going to stop everything. I'm just going to get some time in the word. I'm going to pray and uh, just give the day to God because it's going to make your day go a whole lot better. Well, you could start your day without Steve, Therese, and Randy, but why would you want to? We're Family Life, a friend you can turn to. Can you prove the Crocs challenge is true? Now, I don't own a pair of Crocs. I don't know if you do either, Teresa. Are you asking me to admit out loud? Because some people think that they're really, really cheesy looking, but I love them. I love them to garden. I love them to just throw on when I'm running out to the mailbox. So I have several pairs. Okay, so then you will be able to see if this is really true or not. Okay. I don't own a pair. I've never tried this. But this thing is kind of sweeping the internet, uh-huh. and what the challenge is is just to flip the Crocs up in the air and let them land on the floor. Uh-huh. They will always land right side up, oh. always, unless okay. you know that lands next to something. 
if you toss them out in the street, and I've watched video after video, and it looks like one is going to land on its side, and then it, just at the last moment, it flips then over, then and it, it's right huh. side up. I've uh, seen this with vans, that people say their van, like, slide on sneakers, do the same thing. That they uh, always and I have that heard way. that, but they said the vans aren't 100% while Crocs are. Oh, which nope. makes Crocs better than well, the other shoes n- now. <laughs> nobody, uh, from what I've seen, nobody has been able uh-huh. to get a Croc to land on its side or upside down and stay there. It always flips over. Okay, well, so that's I, good to know. Well, I, I, I want you to try it and then let us know what happened. I'm curious. Okay, I'll take all of my pairs of Crocs <laughs> to the challenge and see. <laughs> A fresh start. A fresh cup of coffee. And fresh perspective. From Family Life Mornings.